Welcome to the Vital Goddess Podcast, where we explore an empowering and sexy reframe on midlife, menopause, and beyond. I'm your host, Diane Shepard, certified holistic sexuality coach with a specialty in the Taoist jade egg practice and a passion for lifelong vitality. I call midlife and menopause the passion portal, an initiation into the most vital, creative, and sexiest chapter of a woman's life if we choose it. And we have a lot more agency than we've been led to believe. You see, from the Taoist perspective, your sexual energy, also known as your libido, is not just about sex, it's the foundation of everything. Your mental and physical health, your creativity, and so much more. It's your personal holy grail, your personal wellspring of vitality. And midlife is the perfect time to tap into it. I offer a mind, body, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on Taoist and Tantric practices that support you in reclaiming your pleasure, unleashing your inner goddess, and aligning with your true desires so that you can rebirth your life and rock your third chapter like a queen. If you're done feeling like you're being put out to pasture, you are in the right place. I have a hunch that you're just getting started. The best is yet to come. You see, we're in the midst of a renaissance here. A new way of being human on the planet is emerging and reclaiming our sensuality has everything to do with it. I believe that turned on seasoned women will lead the way in creating a new world where everyone gets to thrive. These are no ordinary times and you, my friend, are no ordinary woman. I am so glad you're here. Welcome to the show. Hello there, beautiful. Welcome back to the show. I am always so thrilled to have you here. If you've been here before and back for another round, I am really so honored to have you back. And if you're brand new to the show, big welcome to you as well. I'm so excited to have you here giving this a try to see if it's a good fit for you and see if it resonates, right? I always say that my work is definitely not for everyone, but it might be for you. And if so, you're so welcome. And if not, that's okay too. It's such a big wide world out there. And um, yeah, this is just my little corner of of it. So uh, yeah, really thrilled to have you here just giving this a try. And I often say this too in the beginning of the podcast that this show is really designed to support you and doing the healing work to reclaim your sensuality and your pleasure. So it really is designed to work best in tandem with some kind of sensuality practice that you take on on a regular basis, whether that's a breathwork practice, a sensual movement practice, perhaps a breast massage practice. I offer all kinds of free resources. <laughs> if you go through my episodes, you'll see so many free um, you know, audio recordings. And on my website, there's a whole bunch of free stuff you can check out too, all designed to support you in this. So I highly encourage you to pick something from the menu and just get started if you haven't already. Maybe a jade egg practice, you can find a free mini course on that at my site. All of this will be linked in the show notes, by the way. But um, yeah, it's really designed to support you in that. And you'll hear what I'm saying a lot more deeply if you do engage in a regular practice um, to, to start to reclaim your pleasure. Yeah, that's really how it works. Because if we go from the mind constantly, we're really not going to get it. 
you know, this is not a cognitive exercise. It's more of a somatic or embodied exercise. So um, yeah, that's what my work is all about. It really is a yoga and it works best if we practice the yoga, I guess I'll say. <laughs> so definitely highly encourage you to, um, to uh, do that for yourself. Start to carve out the time and the space in your busy, busy life to care for your pleasure and it will pay you back in spades, I promise you. All right. So that being said, let's dive into this week's episode, which is all about how do we get out of our head and into our bodies? Now, this is a chief complaint that I hear from every every human in my life, honestly, <laughs> not just my clients or even myself, but friends, um, the guys in my life too. I think we all are up against it when it comes to this these days, because we live in a world that is so mind dominant and we are so encouraged to come at everything in our lives from a thinking mind of figuring things out from a logical, critical um, way of thinking. And there's nothing wrong with our intellect. I want to say that too. It's really so important to have those skills. You know, it's really important to be able to think things through and 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 have the skills of critical thinking. You know, I never want to make that wrong. Some of us get paid our salaries for being able to think that way. Yeah, I have to use that kind of thinking in my business. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to put this podcast out on the air for you. Which, you know, you just have to you have to switch gears in a sense. When I come in to record, I do my best to be in my body. But man, um, yeah, there's a lot in my business that I have to be in my head. So I think it's really valuable for all of us to continue to work on how do we toggle? How do we get that awareness of when we are operating out of the head, the thinking mind? And how do we drop into the body? Um, can, can be so powerful. And again, this is such uh, a struggle for many, many people. I hear it a lot when people say, man, I just want to get into this breathwork practice, but I couldn't get out of my head. Or I just wanted to, you know, do a sensual movement practice, but I was thinking the whole entire time. It is, I want to normalize it. Everyone, <laughs> everyone's experiencing that. You're not wrong. Don't make yourself wrong. And let's take the steps towards building new muscle memory, if you will, new pathways to um, build your power in this way. This is an empowerment because it can really change your life when you start to be able to access the wisdom of your body, when you actually can start to understand and listen to the language of your body, it changes everything. And to have the agency to shift into that state is massive. It could have a huge impact on your your health because it'll bring you into um, a state of flow more easily, a place where you can rest, digest, regenerate your body, find your calm, find that balance and harmony that we're all seeking more of these days, um, and have that you know curiosity about life, the more fun, um, flowing state where we can just be more curious and spontaneous. Also, that place there um, where we can you know, connect with ourselves and receive more pleasure, receive more through our senses, you know, be in nature and really take in the beauty around us without overthinking it or analyzing it, just being with it and allowing it to nourish us. So this is like a nourishment, right? When we get to that place where we can, you know, get into the body, listen to the body, it, it can just you know, change everything of our experience of being human, of feeling more fully alive, right? And um, it, it's a practice and it can be really awkward and a challenge when you start to dive in and say, okay, yeah, I really want to 
start to communicate with my body more, it sounds great, but it's also, it could be a real challenge. I just want to say that because when I first came across a practice like this, I've seen what I'm going to share with you here is called the Shakti meditation. I call it the Shakti meditation. That's what we called it in one of my trainings, the Tao Tantric Arts training, which um, I, I love that name the most, but I've seen something like this in so many different things that I've studied over the years in Tantra, in Taoism, in um in, in sensual and sexual embodiment and orgasm and all of that. So everyone, it seemed like every school had their own take on it. And I first came across um, something like this when I was studying orgasmic meditation. And as part of that practice, after you know receiving this, this pleasure practice, our challenge was we the end of the practice, this part of the structure, we had to describe our experience using only the language of sensation only the language of the body. And that was so challenging at first. It really felt my brain just would go all foggy and numb, like, I, I don't know what I experienced. You know? <laughs> and so I just want to say that it, it can be really awkward building new pathways in this way, right? And yet, um, the more I did it, the easier it got. And it has really benefited me in so many ways to have this deeper conversation with my body. It can really, again, help me come out of um, states of stress a lot more easily and into into states of pleasure and, um, you know, flow states. But also it's been a fabulous tool to help heal stored trauma in my body and not just my own, but ancestral trauma. Um, I'll explain that when I explain the practice a little more, but it's a way to connect with those parts of us that contain the stuck energy of, of experience of, of trauma. And when we can start to give language, you know, of the body to these, these, um, these areas, they can start to, you know, transmute, move, liberate, and actually give us information that would otherwise not be available. So we come at it with um, the mindset of trying to fix it, that top down then we usually get stuck and it doesn't move. The energy won't heal, won't integrate. These experiences will stay stuck. But this is the realm of the feminine. We're, we're going to use basically the masculine part of ourselves to hold space for the experience of the body, right? And to give language to the experience of the body so we could tap into the wisdom of the body where all the magic and the healing happens, right? And not only that, there has been um, a huge emotional healing component to this as well, when you start to really get this practice in your body, you can just use it off the mat. I like to use that term a lot. There's on the mat and off the mat practice, right? So you can use this off the mat to really um, alchemize, work with, it's an inner alchemy practice, with any emotional states that rise up throughout your day. Yeah. So let me just give you the the uh, the structure of the practice, then I'll go into like why why I feel it's so powerful in those specific ways. But really, what it is is um, just giving space. We're going to start with like a lying down formal practice. I have a guided audio for you to explore, where you're just going to simply do a body scan and just pick out one point where you feel like you're holding tension in your body. Now, if you're like everyone I know, there's probably multiple points of tension that you're holding in your body, right? But for this practice, it's great to just pick one. And you're just going to simply, you know, do some breathing and just kind of hold space and notice the sensation of what you're feeling. 
when you tune in to this area of tension. I'm calling attention. Maybe you have another word that you like that that feels more true. But when we just start to think of it that way, we give it permission to be an embodied thing, right? Because <laughs> see, it's so hard to say this. Awkward to explain, but. Um, This is something that trauma expert Peter Levine calls the felt sense. So I'm also going to give you a PDF on starting to work with this language of the body. I call it describing the felt sense and to just come into a different vocabulary rather than like, oh yeah, I'm holding tension in my jaw because this story happened and we're adding on and analyzing and all this stuff, right? It's more like, what am I feeling on the level of sensation? You know, is it cold? Is it prickly? Is it, um, is it, does it feel icy? Does it feel melty? Does it feel buzzy? Does it feel electric? And just notice your reaction as I'm saying this. Does it sound silly? Maybe because the thinking mind is part like used to having the upper hand, right? So (laughs) when the language of the body starts to speak, it's going to be like, this sounds childish or weird or just off the wall. And yet I found that the more that we work with this felt sense and the more that we can, um, you know, use the language of the body, it actually opens pathways between the brain and the body. So there's a more of a harmonious relationship where they can work together, you know, to, to really support our healing and our empowerment. So that's basically the, the gist of the practice. I'm going to have, have you just scan the body, find an area of tension and just stay with that and just, again, name it in sensation. I would suggest viewing the PDF first, maybe just as glance over it and probably revisit it as you go into the practice more and more. You'll get better and better at this and um, really start to pick out what exactly is my body experiencing? What are the sensations? One of my teachers, um, the founder of One Taste and Orgasmic Meditation, she used to call this sensation over story. And that was a strategy for pretty much a lot of things we did there was like, what is the sensation, you know, and and giving the the sensation more of a relevant um, existence, rather than, you know, pinning the story on it all the time, you know, and as we do that, the body starts to feel seen, feel heard and starts to unfold her wisdom and mystery to you more and more. It might sound crazy, but that's, that's been my experience. So yeah, it's the first step of just noticing the sensations and giving it language. And you can say them, say these sensations out loud if you want. That can be really challenging, but it's a really great practice to do because that, again, that's going to be even more um, unifying for your mind and this part of your body. If you can actually speak it, speak the sensations out loud. And it doesn't sound like that would be hard, but when you're in it, you'll see what I mean. It can feel really awkward because you are, if it feels awkward, you feel fuzzy. If it feels difficult, you're doing it right. That means you're creating new pathways. Celebrate that. So that's good. And um, so I'm just going to ask you again, yeah, to to find the sensation, give it, um, you know, the language of sensation and just just be with it as a witness, you know, just noticing. And then just asking, you know, this part of you, you know, first of all saying, I'm here, I've got you, but what do you need? And just be open, hold space, using that masculine part of you to simply witness and hold space. Like, I'm here, I've got you, what do you need right now? And 
it blows my mind what comes out for me when I do this meditation. It's, it's pretty incredible. So you might just uncover parts of you that are just yearning for attention, yearning for nourishment, yearning to be seen and heard. And that is so deeply healing, right? And really strengthens those pathways. And after sitting with that for a while, I would encourage you to say, hey, um, yeah, I'm here. Is there anything you need me to know? And just being present and listening, listening to what comes up. It's that simple and it can be, again, really challenging. So highly recommend you give it a try and um, and that's it, right? So simple. And it's, again, on the mat practice. After you do that for a while as a structured practice, you'll be able to take this off the mat with you. And this is where I found it really fun to play with where I would be, you know, going throughout my day and all of a sudden get get a strong emotion come through. I'll give you a really concrete example. I remember years ago, um, you know, one time I was out to dinner with my husband and it was a, a festival weekend. So it was a busy weekend in the little city we live in or near. And we just got in this argument and I just got really triggered, really triggered, right? And it was just, it was, you know, the kind of argument that we've had before, one of those looping arguments that I think every couple who's been together for a while knows so well, but it was one of those arguments that would probably ruin the evening, right? Like just, oh shit, here we go. And so I just sat with it. Then after dinner, I would just walked around outside, there was music playing and still really angry. And I said, wait a minute, why don't I give this a try, right? I just heard my teacher's voice, Nicole saying, Diane, sensation over story, right? And I've been doing this meditation for a while of just, you know, giving sensation language to my body. So I was able to just stop and drop in and say, okay, where am I feeling this anger in my body? Where's the tension right there at my solar plexus for me, where it usually hangs. And so I just worked with that, you know, just there in public and um, no one knew what I was doing. And I could just feel, this feels like a fire. This feels like a flame. This feels like a burning fire. You know, I just was going more and more into the sensation of it and, you know, just giving it more language silently at that point because I was in public. And then I could just feel this starting to transmute and going from like a contraction to an expansion, if that makes sense. I just felt like a warming fire, a creative fire. It started to just shift <laughs> my experience. And then I just was, I was, um, you know, in front of a band, so it was easy to do this. I just started to move and dance, like it's like moving and dancing with the fire. And it just turned into this really beautiful experience. And at that point, my husband had gone off because we did have a fight and he went somewhere else. But then when I ran into him again later on in the evening, I was in such a different place and we ended up having a great night, right? But it was such an inner alchemy for me and such an empowerment for me to be able to communicate with my body in that way, to feel the fire and say like, this fire is mine and I don't have to add a story on it and make it bad. It's my, it's my fire, you know? <laughs> so I get to dance with that fire. I get to feel that fire. Where does this fire want to lead me? And it just felt again, like this beautiful creative energy towards the end of that process. So yeah, that was years ago. And, and since then I've had many similar experiences where when I can really truly listen, you know, to the sensations, listen to what my body is experiencing as my mind is spinning out. <laughs> it's um, pretty remarkable what can unfold. Yeah. So again, I, I like to call this the Shakti meditation and there are you know different variations of it, but um, 
I did create a guided audio for you that so you can start to explore this on the mat. And um, once you start to really, you know, build these pathways, you'll get stronger and you will get more fluent in the language of the body, which is everything for anybody who wants to heal their relationship to sensuality and reclaim their pleasure. And again, I have that PDF for you um, describing the felt sense because in the beginning, it can be difficult to to find a word to describe what you're experiencing. So in that PDF, you'll see a short description of the felt sense and um, some sample words to get you started. And I also made it a fill, there's a fillable sheet with blanks so that you could start to fill in your own felt sense words. And that's where it becomes really fun and magical. My clients usually love to do this and you'll come up with your own words. And that's where, again, it becomes much more customized and more powerful for you. So definitely check those resources out in the show notes. Give it a try. The Shakti Meditation and Describing the Felt Sense PDF. And I'm really curious to see how that lands with you. All right, my love, that's all for this episode. I will catch you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you found this useful. And if you are resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show, if you're really vibing with the content, Um, and you want to take it a little deeper. Maybe you're curious, you want to go a little deeper into these concepts. I created a free training for you. It's pretty robust. It's called The Vital Goddess. And in that training, we dive deeper into pleasure and sensuality, why they're so important. We also dive into the sacred feminine and how to really tap into your unique expression of your inner goddess. And I also go into a lot more about the Taoist Jade Egg practice. What exactly is it and how it can possibly serve you, especially at midlife. You can find that linked in the show notes, The Vital Goddess Training. And it's again, very robust. I think you'll enjoy it. And if you have a woman or women in your life that would really benefit from the information I'm sharing here, please share the love and pass it along. We need more turned on seasoned women on the planet. And again, thank you for being here. It means the world to me. And I will catch you next time. Take care.